0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: BDPAI Radio showcases IT entrepreneurs, technology experts, and computer science academics. We highlight people with a passion for educating our youth in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. BDPAI Radio show serves the BDPA members, sponsors, entrepreneurs, educational institutions. And the black community. BDPA iRadio, linking business, education, and technology.
2: Welcome to the BDPA iRadio show. I'm Jayla Cruz. Tonight is Tuesday, May 24th, 2016, and our guest is Carmen Giles, chapter president of BDPA Milwaukee chapter. Our co hosts include myself, Tim Butts, and Ron Story. Our studio engineer is Everaldo Gallimore, and our producer is Fran McNeil. So I'd like to introduce Fran McNeil to get started with conducting the interview with Carmen Giles, Chapter President of BDPA Milwaukee. Fran?
0: Thanks. Thanks, Jayla, and welcome, BDPA Radio. It's such a pleasure to be back on the show and serving as a co-host Um, Tonight's guest is Carmen Giles, Chapter President of BDPA Milwaukee. Carmen, how are you this evening? I am great, and I thank you so
3: much for inviting me to participate in tonight's radio show.
0: Oh, it's our pleasure. Um, we have an all female show tonight, so that's really kind of exciting, and I appreciate you taking time from your very busy schedule to be on the show. I just wanted to take a few moments to share some highlights from your bio and then we'll get started um into the interview. So, BBPA iRadio, you are in for a treat. Carmen Giles is manager of the SAP Competency Center. She has numerous years in managing diverse engagement, program management, and technical initiatives for enterprise-level information technology. Carmen is a certified project manager, and she's also the president of the BDPA Milwaukee chapter. Her chapter has won a number of awards and honors in the past few years, including being recently honored by the Milwaukee Times at their annual Milwaukee Black Excellence Awards dinner. The BDPAI radio show audience would like to hear, and will get the treat to hear, more about her journey as a BDPA leader. So, Carmen, again, welcome to the show. Thank you. So, Carmen, we always ask because we get such interesting responses of our guests. How did you first find out about BDPA, and what has kept you involved? Well, I first was introduced to
3: BDPA in 2012. It was by my boss, uh, Norman Fleming, who is uh, a lifetime member of He's a lifetime member of BDPA, and he introduced me and Miller Coors and had several individuals to go to the conference in 2012. I was so impressed with the conference. I was impressed with the high school students' competition, the professional workshops that were giving, the events that they had in the evening. I just thought and it was an excellent, excellent technology uh, conference. And so I was so excited about it that I even said, we need to talk to someone to see if we have a chapter in Milwaukee because I never heard of it. And that would, that's what has kept me involved because once in well in 2013 we started the Milwaukee chapter. And I'm very passionate about helping students and helping our professional, especially minorities, in our area, and making sure that they be able to progress to the next step, as they say, from the height from from the classroom to the boardroom.
0: I truly believe in that. Wow! You know, Carmen, that's a wonderful story. The the fact that someone who is a lifetime member shared with you their excitement, their passion, and literally led the way to bring you um, to a conference, and that. Uh, in that conference, you saw BDPA in action. Now, starting a chapter is a big responsibility, um, and it takes more than one person. Can you sh- take a few moments just to share what was that like, starting a chapter from the ground up?
3: Um, it, it, was, it was very challenging, uh, but because of my passion to uh, see this through, I, I was just determined to make sure that we start up the Milwaukee chapter, we, we set a goal and said this is what we're going to try to accomplish in a short period of time. And uh, pretty much that's what we did um, when we started the chapter. When we first started the chapter, we made sure that we could be able to take students to um, the high school competition. And we just concentrated on that and focused on that. And we also had a networking event. And we really told people to come out and try to support us. And my executive team was very instrumental in helping and get that done. Hmm. How did you go about creating an executive team Well, what I did is I went to people I know. I know people who are very passionate like I am, who I know I could trust and getting things done. So I really went to my network of individuals that could really help with, um, you know, getting the chapter started up. I started off with maybe three or four individuals in the beginning And now it has grown to at least six individuals in my executive team.
0: Hmm. Excellent. Excellent. Now, you mentioned you started the chapter in 2013 and you sent, if I heard correctly, you sent a chapter, you sent your high school computer team to the national conference that same year. Is that correct? Um, I believe we did. I think
3: this is our – we went, yeah, I think this is our third, this year will be our third time going to the conference. And mm-hmm. so we, we sent a small number of students uh, to the conference and we, everything worked out very good. Um, well, let me, let me back up. I, I don't think we did in 2013. We officially became at the conference an official chapter in 2013. By the end of 2013, we had at least 30 members. And then 2014, that's when we sent our first team uh, to conference, and we also won Chapter of the Year.
0: Wow. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. That's a great story. I I, I would say
3: comeback chapter. I'm sorry, I'd say comeback chapter. Yeah, I'm okay. back. Chapter of the year. Yeah, didn't want to wow. take it from somebody else that may be on the line. So,
0: <laughs> oh, we'll have them call in. Uh, There's oh, yeah. a certain amount of friendly competition.
3: So oh yeah. Members.
0: Wow. Wow. Yeah. So 2014, you you sent your first um, high school computer competition team. What was their experience like, and how did you find the volunteers? to make sure that that team got to the conference? Well, what we did is
3: um, the instructor, so we, I recruited some individuals from uh, Miller Corps uh, to participate. I knew that they had some teaching experience in the area of technology. I also got a couple of people from GE Medical uh, that also had uh, technology experience. And they pretty much took the ball in training the students to go to the conference. And that year we sent nine students to the conference. Five of them were um, participating in a high school competition, and the other ones went to the youth uh, technology camp. And so uh, those, uh, those individuals volunteered to Take those individuals to the conference and work with them very closely to prepare them for the conference.
0: Mm. And it worked out very wow. well. Yeah, it worked out very well. And I do want to want to take a moment, and I'll probably do this a, a few times during our interview, to thank not only you um, and to also thank your organization, Miller Coors. Um, for being really a very highly committed sponsor for BDPA, um, it, it's very, very exciting to have companies like Miller um, support MillerCorp support BDPA um, in both a financial and in a leadership capacity.
1: So well, well, thank you so much.
0: You're, you're welcome. So in 2014, you sent a team. You sent a team again in 2015, and you're going to be sending a team in 2016. In terms of your service with BDPA, what accomplishment, since you now have, uh, you're moving on to three official years um, with the organization, what's the accomplishment that you're most proud of? Well, the accomplishments that
3: I'm most proud of, and especially this year, is my executive leadership team. Like I said, um, without them, I could not be successful. You have to have Mm -hmm. a team of individuals that are strong, that believe in the same leadership and the the goals that you have. They have been excellent. And really, I have been on medical leave since March, and they're keeping the ball rolling. Um, that That is one thing that I'm very, very proud of, of, of that accomplishment. But the second one is what you mentioned is that from our local um, paper, uh, black paper that we have here in Milwaukee and our local television station, we were honored as the honorees for the Black Excellence Award. And that was just so excellent for my team and a boost for our team, but it also introduced us to the community. We got so many students from from different schools and, and teachers calling us, wanting to be a part of our high school competition. Even some of the suburban schools also want to be a part of our program. So we got a lot of publicity out of that awards dinner, but the main one that I'm really, really proud of is that The NFL was also a part of the event and the NFL also gave us financial funding for a high school competition, which was just fantastic. I was just really amazed of how they really believed in our our organization also. So those are the things that I uh, would
0: Yeah. Great right. results generate additional results. Congratulations, and I think you were saying sharing that uh, before we got on the air that there were over 900 um, individuals in attendance at that award dinner. So BDPA was not a best kept secret. You got a lot of the recognition.
3: Yes, we did. That's why I said we got a lot of recognition. And I yes, I left that part out. But they, this was a sellout event. They had people on a waiting list to attend this dinner, and they had to turn away because they didn't have any more room to to, to seat any more people. So it was a, wow. a fantastic
0: awards dinner. Well success like that certainly needs to be repeated. And you opened with the fact that in starting the chapter, um, you created a leadership team with, that depended on people that you trusted. Tell us, take us back a little bit and, and tell us about what you do in your role as manager of the SAP Competency Center. We always like to know um, who are the professionals behind the leadership roles within BDPA, especially since BDPA is a volunteer organization.
3: Well, my uh, role at Miller Chorus is I, I'm responsible for all the application development, whether it's bringing in a software package like SAP or we're going to do uh, custom development. My team is pretty much spread throughout the United States as well as India and other places, and so I really have to make sure that my team understand my vision and my goal of what we need to develop when it comes to developing systems for Core so that they can stay competitive. And we work very hard at that. And I have four managers and two, uh, I mean, uh, several managers and two leaders that really helped me with that whole process. And all, I probably have about 40 people that are working for me throughout the United States to help and make sure that our projects that we implement at MillerCourse is successful, are successful.
0: Mm. Technology, leadership, people, and helping an organization run. They're all connected. How, when you step back and take a look at technology and you think about where it's going, um, we're in the middle of the year, we're about to approach June of 2016. um, What are some leading technology issues that, you know, impact what you do on a day-to-day basis?
3: Hmm, that's a good question. Um, technology is constantly changing, and it's pretty hard to try to stay up with the latest technology that's out there. What we try to do at MillerCores is, is to really stay with uh, the most stable and the most quality technology that's out there. We try not to be on the leading edge of trying to pick up on something new, but they have a lot of bugs in it. Um, Mm -hmm. Technology, like I said, is just changing rapidly and and we really have to work to get our young people involved in technology because that is the future. Everything Mm -hmm. you work on, whether you're in IT or not, is involving technology. And you have to have those skill sets.
0: Mm -hmm. So when you think about what you're doing as a professional and what you're doing as a professional giving back to the community through BDPA and interacting with the youth, um what what advice do you have for other professionals? What I tell whether so in, in BDPA or not. Yeah,
3: when I tell other professionals, when I when I talk about BDPA, I'm very passionate about BDPA and what it offers. And people ask, you know, what does that stand for? And I tell them what what it stands mm-hmm. for. But I tell them you don't have to be in in IT in order to be a part of the program. You know, the, it's the STEM technology that's out there, but do you know what? Even if you're a business analyst or you're a project manager, You're going to have to use technology, you know, when you're developing something or or you're creating something for your organization and you need to understand what that technology is. So BDPA is not just for people that are in technology, but it's for overall to help everybody to, again, go from the classroom to the boardroom, but also if you're a professional and you're trying to move your career up the ladder what are some of the techniques and what are some of the technologies or things that you need to use to make you a little bit different from somebody else? And Mm. that's what I really talk to people and say, you know what, we can do this and help you uh, with BDPA by coming in and talking with us. I mean, we talk about financial literacy, how do you prepare for the future and what, what technologies that's out there and things that you can look at on a daily or weekly basis. That's all technology and how to keep up with that. So I I really try to get them to understand you are using technology because a lot of people say, oh, I can't be a part of BDPA because, you know, I'm not in technology. And
0: that's not Mm -hmm. true. Yeah. Very, very powerful. Carmen, the time has flown. It's, it's really fascinating, um, and I've really enjoyed talking with you. I do, though, want to ask you this last question. What's a final thought that you'd like to leave our audience with? Again, you're coming with a wealth of experience as a professional, as a leader within your organization, and as a BDPA leader. Um, what would you like to leave our listening audience with?
3: I would like to tell our listening audience, whether you are BDPA member or not, I want you to tr- uh, just work at your best, use your passion, your 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 goal for actions. Um, just really try to work with BDPA and make us a well-defined organization that we're known all over. United States that people would want to come to this organization. We need to rebuild this organization. Not to say it's not built now, but we need to bring in more members. And we need to work on that professional development side of things to help those adults to be able to see the value of our organization. And I am passionate about doing that and making that accomplishment happen. We're going to try to set our goal in Milwaukee to have 100 members by the end of this year, and so that is one of our goals to try to do that. And and we're I know we're going to make that. So that is that is my final um, thoughts that I would like to share with people and let them know. I I think that's the biggest thing that we struggle with in at Milwaukee, and I know there's probably other chapters that may have the same problem, is getting that professional adult to be a part of BDPA. And if someone Mm -hmm. has an answer or a formula, by all means, give me a call. Let me know about it. You know, just just send me an email, and I definitely will try to use your techniques. But that is something that we're working on and trying to make sure that we can get the communication out there to get more people involved.
0: Well, Carmen, thank you again for the work that you're doing. Thank you to your leadership team. I know before we got on the air, you gave them a lot of praise for really stepping up and supporting you and the chapter, the students and the other volunteers. Um, And congratulations on growing a chapter within a three-year period. And I'm confident, given the energy that you've shared, that you will meet that goal. Um, look forward to seeing you at the National Conference in August. And thank you again for being a guest on BDPAI
3: Radio. Again, thank you for inviting me to participate tonight. And like I said, if anyone has any questions of what Milwaukee is doing, by all means, send me an email or, you know, reach out to me any way that you can or give me a call. So thank you again for inviting me tonight.
0: You're welcome. And I am going to turn the microphone back over
2: to Jayla.
0: Jayla, it's all yours.
2: Thanks, Fran. That was an inspiring interview. Special thanks to Our Tuesday, May 24th, 2016, guest, Carmen Giles, chapter president of BDPA Milwaukee. Thank you to our co host myself, Jayla Cruz, Tim Butts, Ron Story. Thank you to our studio engineer, Everaldo Gallimore. Thank you for our host tonight and producer, Fran McNeil. Extra appreciation to Mr. Wayne Hicks, Executive Director of the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the BDPA I Radio Show. I'm Jela Cruz, inviting you to listen in on the second and fourth Tuesday of every month at 8:30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our next show airs Tuesday, June 14th, 2016. Join us at www.blogtalkradio.com BDPA.
1: BDPA iRadio, linking business, education, and technology. The BDPA iRadio show creates a vibrant communications platform that speaks to all BDPA stakeholders. Hosted by Fran McNeil, sponsored by the BDPA Education and Technology Foundation, and the Executive Director, Wayne Hicks. Produced by Everaldo Gallimore. Technical advice by John Melanson. BDPAI Radio broadcasts the second and fourth Tuesday of every month. Join us on BlogTalkRadio.com backslash BDPA.